On this episode of The Last King Podcast, we talk about The Game of Thrones Season 8 and Hellboy. Hello and welcome to another episode of The Last King Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Toffee, joined in by... Eccentric Tom. And I am... And Spoiler warning, Shafiq. <laughs> okay, you're doing something clever, fair enough. There you go. Something yeah. clever. That's how you can describe the last game podcast. And welcome to a very extra <laughs> hellish... Hardly. 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 Hardly clever. More crude Hardly clever. Hardly clever. That's a much more accurate uh, description of this podcast. So that means right. we're like clever with an erection. Hardly clever. Anyway, okay. boys and girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty much, pretty much. Okay. On this episode, of course, like we mentioned, we're going to be talking about the very first premiere episode of Season 8 Game of Thrones. And of course, the new... A reboot of Hellboy that came out like a, like a week ago or so. But before all that, we need to talk about this new Star Wars trailer because we're nerds. Yeah, right. episode 9 trailer. So, yeah, guys, what do you guys think about, about Star that? Wars before. No, just, I heard it's this little film Some movie series. that came out in 77 or It's something? an indie flick. It's an indie flick. It's a very indie flick, yes. Yeah, yeah and then there were like two sequels which had different directors and also like I think a different writer. Yeah, and then like decided to do it again and then now they're doing yeah. it again. <laughs> I mean, obviously, we're all fans of the film franchise for better or worse. Not yeah. all of us. I'm a fan of the original trilogy only. Well, I'll... I'm, I'm keeping it pure. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> You, you like it like your heroin. Yes. Very pure. Very white. <laughs> anyway. Moving on. <laughs> I think we're one of those few people who did not who pretend that episode 1, 2, and 3 did not really exist. Nah. It, it, it came out and I, I choose to ignore it. But yeah. let's just talk about this uh, brand spanking new trailer. Now featuring the directorial uh, efforts of J.J. Uh, Abrams. Again. Seeing as how Rain William Johnson. I can't remember. Who, what's the name of the guy? Rian Ryan Johnson. Ryan Johnson. Ryan Johnson. Ryan, Johnson. Ryan yeah. or Rian? They Rian. pronounce it as Ryan. He's Ryan very Johnson. Welsh. Okay. Put some respect on that name. <laughs> respect. How you spell respect again? R E S J P K. Okay, we can respect really I don't know. You have to ask Birdman. <laughs> so, um, we we have to be extra nerdy because we need to talk about the Star Wars because we all love the Star Wars. And yes, uh, we do. So a teaser trailer dropped, and uh, besides, I don't yeah, is that the general consensus amongst you guys? Is like because of all the the drama and the hoo ha. Is like it comes. It's, it's such a like a fart in the bath, like. Oh, there's another, there's gonna be another I'm one. I'm kind of holding out a little bit of hope because they did bring back uh, the one and only a new Lando hope. Calrissian. You're holding out a bit of a new hope here, sir. A little bit, a little tiny fraction See, of a new hope. This yes. is the thing, and I'm gonna get fucking crucified for this, but fuck go it. for it. I don't care. I don't give a shit about Lando. Me neither, actually. And to be honest, I felt kind of sad seeing Billy D. Williams now. Like they had to roll him up for this, but then yeah. again, it's, it's nice to have. He should have one last hurrah. Yeah, I mean, which is fine and it's which good. Which is nice. I, and I, he obviously is enjoying himself far more than uh, Harrison Ford was. Oi. <laughs> like, by a significant margin. But it's just, it's some revisionist-ass bullshit that they're pulling. Like, say what you want about The Last Jedi. We're divided on our opinions of this movie. But at least it tried desperately to start killing off the past so you could start doing something new, something different. Yeah. So what it do tried, they do? It tried. They bring back the Skywalker name. They bring back the Death Star. They bring back fucking Palpatine. Is that confirmed? I, I think that they was just his laugh. I but mean, yeah. The, I mean, that one we don't know yet until we actually watch the actual film. That we don't know, film. but yeah. obviously it's nostalgia baiting. Yeah, this whole thing feels nothing. I think it's basically because so many people call, like were really They called bullshit on the past film to the point yeah. where it might affect sales for toys and merchandising and whatnot. Yeah, I, I mean, mean it, I've heard a lot of news about it not earning as much typical as typical capitalist uh, blue balled bullshit. Which is the current Star it's, Wars it's trilogy. Disney. Yeah, which pretty much Star <laughs> Wars. Yeah, it's a current cinema dude. landscape. It's 
everyone is so goddamn afraid to take even the slightest bit of risk that even when they do something slightly different, they get shattered up by fucking man-children on the internet. Yeah, but the problem is it's the man-children who buys the merchandise. <sighs> and not just that, there are better ways to actually make risk out of a tried-and-true story. I mean, Empire Strikes Back, when it first debuted and when you watch it for the first time, that took a risk on an already established formula in the first Star Wars, right? Don't you yeah, agree? Yeah, but that was back in the 80s when people actually took risks in the Oh, 79, right, was, 70 yeah. something. 80, like, 70. Like fresh on 80, right? 79, 80. Uh, probably. Yeah, around there. Or we can even just bring up Rogue One, which. Yeah, that, that was uh, a another risk. risky film, yeah. yeah. That, which actually paid off very well because. Yeah, considering it had multiple rewrites and reshoots, it actually paid off very well. Yeah, it's one of the few occurrences where definitely. Uh, all the cooks fix the soup, I guess. I don't know. But yeah. like this one, okay, so we but got. That's like, I think, you know. The exception approves the rule, as we'll talk about later on in it's this. It's like uh, a rare, <laughs> speaking like of a rare remakes, occasion, right? yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, anyway, but um, so let's hypothesize and speculate a little bit. What do you think is going to happen for this one? Where because this is going to be the the cap off to this current trilogy, and right, Ryan Johnson has been promised to do his own trilogy. Yeah, which. Mm. Okay, sure, whatever. No, I mean, I'm glad because I sure, feel why like not? Yeah. he could have done a better job if he didn't have the extra bullshit that was handed to him by Abrams. True that, but I also kind of believe that it was not just Abrams, it's also definitely people up in the executive and the marketing department kind of insisting that he include a few things. It was it Like was, porgs and shit, is like, yeah, yeah we know yeah, you, yeah. you need to sell these toys, we get it. And even though uh, Kathleen Kennedy has, I think, a fair amount of autonomy, uh, not that much autonomy. You think so? I think she's not like to the same level as Kevin Feige, who can pretty much do whatever the fuck he wants. Because we all don't know who is the inner circle over at Disney, who the true Illuminati well, who runs the show. Obviously, pull Disney's head and then, like you know, <laughs> like in the jar, like in Futurama, you know, and probably being some fed Nazis nutrients who from uh, and fish the food. World War. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Played by Tom Hanks, still. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but okay. now that would be a film I want to watch. <laughs> so, about let's just, um, let's speculate a little bit. Uh, John, how, how do you think they're gonna cap off this current trilogy? It's definitely going to be a throwback, that's for sure. Because Rise of the Skywalker? Something... Yeah, I mean, that's what's the, that's the title for one. I mean, Which is the dumbest s- thing I've ever heard, actually. It is, yes, yes. But I don't know, like, maybe the remnants of the past actually kind of show up in the sense, like, maybe, again, we got Billy Dee Williams reprising his role. So, again, could be sort of like a half, not not really a reboot, just like a, like, like a throwback, but hopefully a new story. Like, that's all I want from a new Star Wars film, an entirely new story with some familiar settings and groundings. I doubt so. That's not going to happen. Yeah. I know, Here, I know. Here's but what, here's hoping, here's hoping. Here's what I hope won't happen, but I think will happen. Mm-hmm. They'll bring back Palpatine, they'll find out that Snoke was just his puppet all along and he was a true playmaster. Sure. <laughs> and that that actually out, sounds very feasible. And we're going to find out that Rey is actually the daughter of Luke. Because... Redcon. Redcon. <laughs> because we're so fucking in love with monarchistic traditions, we have to have it in our fucking movies as well. The divine blood must be pure, it must be a Skywalker. Fuck off. Get rid of the Skywalkers. They should have done that a long time ago, actually. Yeah. yeah. But the thing is, is like, I mean, for me, I've. Like, if you all recall uh, episode whatever, when I, I, I tore The Last Jedi a new one. Yes, I remember. I, I was really hoping, like, we, let's all do something new and let's just move on with it. But, okay, so this is. In essence, w- the worst thing about Star Wars, which is definitely nostalgia baiting, which mm-hmm. is definitely clinging to the past a bit too much. I wouldn't even yeah. say clinging to the past, but just pandering to the the pockets of those pandering who... to the people who won't let go of the past. Yeah, I guess. But I think the thing is, um, you you have to understand like the toy sales for the last Star Wars movies was 
dismal. It was horrendous. Like oh, nobody bought that. like Ray Figures. Nobody bought like, what's John Boyega's character? Flynn, right? Finn. Uh, Finn. Yeah, Finn, there you go. Finn. Even I don't remember his name. Nobody has a Paul Dameron figure. Because or a Rose Tico figurine, which I don't know that character in the first Rose Tico was uh, the played by Kelly Tran. Oh, she's the dumb girl who knocked into Finn, right? That's yeah. the one. What That's was the, the point of that character again? There you go. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so and, and the thing is, is like um, we understand the business of movies. We understand that, yeah. yeah, there's a little bit of your ROI when it comes to a, a brand as huge as Star Wars. Of course, and of course, there's going to be the few dedicated fans who definitely will buy in to you know the fandom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think um, this is just one big suck off from Disney saying like, okay, we're sorry. Uh, we decided to make a movie that we knew you didn't like. And instead of, you know, pandering to you and your wallets, we decided to uh, call you out and say that, oh, you're sexist or racist or blah, blah, blah. And now it's like, oh, yeah, these guys are the guys who pay for our bonuses. Yeah, we it's like, it's we all, gotta be nice to them. It's mm. all well and good to be high and mighty and say what needs to be said, but if it affects your bottom line, then bingo. Yeah, so this is literally uh, it should be called Star Wars Episode Nine, The Powers That Be. <laughs> yeah, it, it's literally this is nothing but corporate uh, bullshit business, and you know what? The, the Star Wars saga died literally at the end of Episode Three, the last Lucas one. Uh, Revenge of the Sith, right? Yeah, you know, I mean, like, even though those 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 were terrible movies, at least at its heart, it was trying to maintain do something different. And yeah, that's what's really not really tragic per se, but unfortunate about the prequel trilogy is that they are pretty bad movies. But at least he was trying desperately to do something. At least there's different. a sincerity there that we yeah. could stand behind. Like, yeah, I'm pretty sure that you know what, even though the movies are terrible, we all bought pot races. Yeah. Okay. We, Shit. That was one of my favorite games uh, as a kid. Star Wars Pod Racer. Yeah. And we get to see a CGI Muppet jump around and fight an emperor. So sure. That's that. Hey, <laughs> that's that. I didn't mind. You as know what? A ten-year-old, I fucking love that shit. <laughs> and that also, was fine. That was fine. <laughs> and also, probably one of the most striking and the the most you know one of the most visual ev- uh, villains ever. Darth Maul is a badass. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you have to admit, like you, and that. I will say it again, one more time. Duel of the Fates is the best piece of music to come out of Star Wars. John Williams, that is, that. that is a masterpiece right there. Yeah, and also General Grievous, stupid name. He actually kicked ass in the cartoon. Actually. Until he got shot in the chest twice, and I killed yeah. him by the guy from Trainspotting. Yeah, and guess what? Ewan McGregor is my Obi Wan Kenobi. That, there you go, that, oh, for yes. sure. That was an immaculate. Not only did he capture the essence of Alec Guinness and Obi-Wan but he brought something to the table he- make an Obi-Wan movie you fucking cowards yes they, they wanted to actually didn't they and then it has to be you and nobody else could like yeah. Yeah. And it has to be him the thing is they've not dumped him. enough money onto his front lawn yet nah he's got all that weird the poo money sir <laughs> Christopher Robin. I kind of forgot that that was a movie that came out. <laughs> it was a, it was a fun it was on our He's yeah, sitting on all the lovely train spotting two residuals. I don't know. I mean even McGregor. Shh. Uh man. Uh but okay, so I would say this right. Uh are we done with Star Wars? Maybe that's the big question. I'll watch it because I have this podcast. <laughs> I don't think we'll, I don't think we'll ever be done with it. Said on this. But we need better films, basically. We need better films that try something new or at least have a better script, have a better way of have balancing the old and the new and then making it a great film altogether. I, like Rogue One. Yeah. Yeah, I, I want them to do a proper hard uh, war movie. 
a la Saving Private Ryan. Yeah, that'd be amazing. Like, yeah. imagine this, where you go back to when Mandalore was actually a threat back in, like, before uh, KOTOR, mm -hmm. and have, like, them invading a planet. How awesome that would be. Like, even if you remember that game where the Mandalorian is telling you about, oh, we had these ships where you just stand on the outside of it as you're breaking into through uh, the atmosphere and like burning down a blaze of glory to then kill your opponents. Like, wouldn't that be bomb ass to watch? Yep, I agree. How about you, John? What would you rather see? Mm, uh, that's a tough one. I mean, I did mention just something more Rogue, Rogue One kind of elements or at least something like, you know, like have they had, have they had the old expanded universe that, you know, yeah, somehow like spin Disney off, canceled don't out? Don't stick to the family, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like what I would really like to see is I would like to see uh, like a standalone movie where basically the Stormtroopers uh, return to Endor and have revenge on the Ewoks. Oh god, that'd be a dark-ass movie. Yeah, I just want to see like 80-80s squashing little furry fuckers. Like, <laughs> that'll be amazing. <laughs> Instead just, of just trying to blow them away and like, it's, it's impossible Ewok to aim at this. the film. Uh, like, <laughs> Ewok like, refugees. A proper Ewok genocide. That's what I want to yeah. see. They don't stand a chance. Rocks and stones and sticks. N none of that Doesn't beat the Imperial Forces, sir. There you yeah. go. That's what I want. I'm a little worried though. <laughs> I think um, it's just what, like what we want to see more is probably be amazing, sir. <laughs> I think we'd like to see more like along the lines of uh, the Mandalorian that's coming out on the Disney Channel. Yeah, that's actually what a fantastic tension, John. There so yeah, go. something else came out from Star Wars Celebration: The Mandalorian. Yes. Mm -hmm. and, and it looks kind of cool. I kind of agree. It looks kind of cool. <laughs> I mean, they showed a clip of one of the interactions between the Mandalorian, which is, um, what's his face's character? The Pedro Pascal. Pedro Pascal's character. Yeah. Um, the Mandalorian, right? Martel, like, nope, nope, nope. The other one. Mm -hmm. And, uh, it, cool. it sounds well written, uh, well paced, uh, interesting, different. It's not fucking Skywalkers and Jedi. Yeah, I mean, I'm also kind of looking forward to the fact that because it's a TV series, we get to kind of build on the characters. Yeah. Yeah. And it's going to be the... I think one of the first things to come to the Disney streaming service. Which is inevitable. It's like July, right? Mm, I, I'm not sure. I'm just purely... But it is this year, right? It is definitely this year because The Mandalorian's coming out November 10th. Mm, just in time, I guess. Yeah. And hey, if Disney's throwing their full force behind that, we'll get a decent budget. Hmm. And we need something to fill the hole that is going to be left after a particular series wraps up soon. Yep, there you go. What about you, John? Um, I'm also looking forward to like, I mean, I remember a lot of my friends told me that uh, The Clone Wars is actually getting its final season after for so long. Cause the animated show? It actually kind of ended on a, yeah, the animated show. It's It actually got better over time because they actually brought in it characters, added yeah. new stories here and there. So it's nice that fans and people who actually care about the Star Wars lore get to see their favorite show get well, be finished. You know. mm, definitely mm. I would also like to see I don't know I mean like if Disney's gonna go hardcore with the streaming right what I would really want is maybe like we instead of focusing so much on all the light side users I would like to see like you know the origins of the Sith like mm. go as far back as maybe like uh, Exar Kun or like even like Darth Nihilus like the, the most evil Jedi's ever because like for a lot of people Darth Vader is the most powerful but he was not the most vicious yeah, and then like see the, the, what the dark side did before like you know the Jedi came back and rebalanced mm. everything. Yeah, I mean that was an expanded universe story, right? Where the force was split between the light and the dark side. Yeah, technically, no, but it's not really split. It's like the force, uh, the the powers that that okay, whatever the force is, depending on who you are and how you use it. Ah, I see. Okay. So they kind of said like, okay, the dark side of the force, like the, you could use it to like say for example, Sith lords can you know, uh, project like lightning. Yeah. 
Whereas like Jedi's don't do that, but they can jump really high. <laughs> yeah, even a Darth Maul could also jump or, very high. Yeah, true. Oh, but they can throw rocks at you with their minds. Sure. <laughs> yeah, I remember the skill tree uh, separation <laughs> in uh, Koto. <laughs> yes. Uh, oh, and uh, uh, the the Sith Lords can uh, just literally choke the shit out of you via like WhatsApp or something. <laughs> like, they just have to look through at you through electromagnetic waves via or Skype. Like they look at your face and they can choke you. Really. I mean, to be fair, I would love to have that power. <laughs> It's so useful, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Imagine yeah. being in one of those boring ass meetings and someone's talking for so long, just like, no, sir. Stop talking. How about this? Imagine some asshole trying to sell you some insurance and you just start gag choking him on the other side and he just starts gagging and you'll be like, what? What? I can't hear you. How much the premiums again? Oh, hello? Hello? Oh, he died. Yeah. You need a life oh, insurance. No. <laughs> what if he could uh, force choke a robot caller? That would be a what? Robot caller. Hmm. No, you can't. Nah, shame. There you go. But you can get R2D to hack him. Anyway, boys, uh, let's wrap up this Star Wars talk. So, it's out this Christmas, huh? Yeah, that's I, pretty much it. Here's the thing. I've been so wrapped up in the Marvel stuff, and even though there has been some disappointing stuff, I've only been looking forward to Endgame this year. Yeah, same here. Literally, yeah, we, when we it comes from the, the, from the Disney camp, I just want to see how they top Infinity War or how they fuck up Infinity War. Yeah, I mean, We'll see. So good far, or bad, we're going to be talking about it. They've regardless. done a good job of hyping it. I mean, have you seen the latest trailers? Like, that absolutely gorgeous black and white one with the hints of red? Mm, okay. like, I could watch that over and over again. It's so damn gorgeous. I don't really feel hype. I just want to see, like, because, I mean, I follow the behind-the-scenes stuff, so I know this is RDJ and Chris Evans are definitely going to be bowing out after yeah. this. And I would like to see either, are they going to go down in flames or are they going to get snapped out? I don't know. Are they going to be reti- are they gonna gonna retire? retire? Who knows? Yeah. Retire? And then yeah. maybe make the make the one cameo appearance in future Marvel films, depending on how much that will cost. Yeah, because them, you, know? you know, if you kill them, then you don't get your checks anymore. If you want to do any like you know, true that, pop-ups. but you do know how much RDJ commands per movie now, right? Yes, like Jesus Christ, that's the budget of like the first Iron Man is now his salary for Infinity War. Like with his salary, <laughs> wow. you could make a Hellboy remake. Hey, <laughs> yeah, you could. <laughs> yeah, foreshadowing. <laughs> There you go. Speaking of foreshadowing... Uh, was that being hardly clever? <laughs> go ahead. Fine. <laughs> there is something else which came out this week. Game which, of Thrones! Yes. Game of Thrones. I was trying the to slowly... The very first episode that, to premiere it, we're season going all in. Yeah. It's only going to be six episodes. We might as well rush through it right now. So, uh, episode one dropped as of uh, two days ago. According yesterday. To this rec- uh, yesterday. As of this recording. As of this recording. Singapore time for all you pedants. I think by the time this epi- episode is out, all the spoilers for the show has been out and thrown around. Oh no, like, they were out as the thing was fucking happening. <laughs> uh, do you know yeah. how difficult it is not being in America? Like, I had to wait until my wife came home from work to watch it. Mm. And I had to just not be on Twitter or Facebook the entire goddamn day. Oh man, I was so yeah. happy. I had nothing but a blast, like, fake spoiling it on Facebook. <laughs> I'm know, one of those guys. <laughs> did you see that, that there's this app where you, I think for $1.99 a month, it will automatically send Game of Thrones spoilers to a friend? Really? Yeah. Oh, That's a wow. genius app. <laughs> it is. And I am very tempted. So, uh, as per tradition here on the Last King Podcast, we're going to spoil the fuck out of it. John dies in the first episode. Ha! Take it! <laughs> as you can tell, Shafiq has not watched this episode. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, I have. I've seen it. I've, I've, I've downloaded I mean, I mean I've streamed it legally yes <laughs> like a normal it legally, person yes, yes. <laughs> absolutely you're definitely with paying... the HBO Go app yeah I you're think? definitely paying $20 a month for $20 HBO a month Go. just to watch Game of Thrones once a year hey <laughs> I'm watching Barry as well so it's 
almost worth the investment. Yeah, there's like almost. paying ten dollars for two shows. I'm gonna watch Silicon <laughs> Valley as well and Westworld, and I can watch The Wire and The Sopranos. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to justify this, the cost I spent on this. Yeah, especially with all the savings you have once the Disney one starts, huh? <laughs> all the streaming options Ugh. and all the old Disney classics too. Well, it's, yeah, isn't it weird that how we all used to complain about how cable was just garbage and you're, like, you're paying fifty bucks a month for all this like stuff you don't want, and now like you're literally paying fifty dollars a month for three channels that stream like you know. Uh, proprietary content. Well, there's some shit which is enjoyable. It's like it feels, but you know, it, it feels to me like, why does this feel like I'm subscribing to cable again? Because it's run by telecoms, and telecoms don't fucking learn. Telecoms and major multinational corporations. Exactly. Uh, bottom line is capitalism is bad, and uh, social revolution is upon us. Yes. Anyway, Game of Thrones. <laughs> so, speaking of social revolution. Uh, yeah. So uh, that was a tortured ass segue. <laughs> I'm sorry, but you know what? Okay, you know what? I'm a little bit disappointed. Like that the moment when the dragon ate Jon Snow, I was like thinking to myself, like <laughs> this is too soon. Like we weren't expecting this at all. I know, like you want to kill off the characters, and I know these yeah, guys. Yeah, have... but there's a thing called pacing, you know. You yeah, gotta... these careers, and then, like yeah. Like that moment when like And then Sansa fucks Bran, Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah. you know, well Peter Dinklage whacks off in the corner. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then it's like uh Freaking, uh, what's that big bitch again? Brian O'Tar? <laughs> Brian <O'Tar. laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Sorry. Big we love you, Gwendolyn Christie. I love you, Gwendolyn Please Christie. Don't kill us. No, she can. No, she won't. She's in Star Wars. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, like that moment, you know, when she's like fisting Jamie Lannister. <laughs> <laughs> with his own hand. Uh, with his own hand, and I was thinking to myself. The metal oh, hand, right? <laughs> yeah, there you go. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, no. Really? <laughs> no, really? This was a talky episode. Where it it's basically a, like a lot of reunions and it's revelations the setup. going it's on. It's setup, and it's some tying up of loose ends, some uh, meetings for the first time, some uh, re-meetings for some characters. Yeah. Uh, for example, we had a nice tense moment where the Hound and Arya meet again. Aww. It was like a death stare of sorts. Like uh, I mean, not really a stare, lah. More like uh, they look at each other, and then uh, Arya was like frowning, and then she was happy again after seeing was, her friend. It was great because uh, the Hound said, "You left me to die," and then Arya yeah. said, "I robbed you first. Yeah, like <laughs> I love this. And then yes. he called her a cold bitch. He was like, "I love this." Right after he rips her. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think <laughs> let me show you my needle, <laughs> girl. Jesus Christ! What? It's Game of Thrones. Uh, <laughs> I do like the little bits where um, what's that the Arya little and bits, John that actually exchange English now. <laughs> <laughs> that could have been so much worse. Yes, I know I'm saving it. it for later. Uh-huh. <laughs> Just set it up, boys. I'm ready to knock it down. Okay. And uh, there were some revelations, uh, like uh, John finally knows who he is, mm-hmm. and told in a very hurried way. Of course, he's a Targaryen. But it just felt, yeah. but it just felt kind of worked out, like in the sense, like Sam, we all knew. If you read the books, the, I mean, we knew. But it was nice to see him finally be told, and it's great yeah. because you can see his face drop as he realizes who he's been plowing for the last two weeks. Well, you you start with incest, yeah. and you need to end with incest, boys. Exactly. <laughs> it all comes full circle. That's his answer. Just like the family tree. It's yes, okay. it's the snake eating itself. Actually, no, it's the, the snake. Orobolus, orobolus. It's the orobolus. It's the orobolus. Snake itself. It's yes, it's the snake sucking itself off. That's what you. Call it. That's the Game of Thrones, right? Yeah, there. I'm a particular fan of how Bran is now the grandma from Resident Evil Seven. There you go. Just appears in the corner, staring at people. You know what should have been the title for this? And episode? sort of pushing people in the right direction at the pushing? very least. Yeah. I mean, yeah. not metaphoric pushing. Yeah. Well, people just like creepy people out with his really like intense stare. 
like telling like, Sam like, "Hey, you gotta tell him yeah, he's your friend is, and stuff." Uh, when John reappears, and gives him a big hug, and then he like, as soon as he realizes Bran is just being weird, he like stares at him, mm. and Sansa looks like, "Yeah, I know, he's weird now." Yeah, especially that scene when they had to cut up Hodor because he was freezing <laughs> in that like you know that winter like tundra, and then like, yeah, I thought it smelled bad on the outside. We stopped talking about Star Wars. Oh wait, <laughs> no, I was talking about Game of Thrones. Hold on, right? They cut him open. Uh, no, sure, sure, sure. Let's go with that. <laughs> that. Is that what happened? No, I don't know. I don't remember Game of. We're we talking about Game of Thrones again. Okay, and then like when that dragon raped, like <laughs> there's a lot of rape on your mind today. It's Game of Thrones. There has to be at least one rape. I think we should save the anger for Hellboy much, much later. Oh, there's yeah. gonna be a lot of raping like there that. too. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, let's rape Hellboy. I, I am. <laughs> But again, like for a premiere season with a lot of talking, I'm actually intrigued about how the setup is actually going on, like how it's Tom is, you know? one last bit of setup which is necessary. I know some people are going to be a little bit irritated because like, oh my god, we had nothing but setup in two years away. Can't need to build up setup. some of these things before the big thing happens, you know? Yeah, because yeah. like, yes, I want to see dragons blowing shit up just like everyone else. I want to see big battles. I want to see lots of blood and death. But it needs but to be But you gotta sense. wait. You gotta wait. Yeah, yeah. yeah you gotta, like, gotta see... You know, the last final deep breath before we just go deep plunging underwater. Yeah, plunging I think the next episode... So- oh my god. <laughs> I what? think the next episode so will be just a lot of like army planning and you know, maybe just a little fight or two, but that's it. Oh no, there's the gonna stuff. be a big fight. Like they are showing like trebuchets and like the entire Unsullied lining up in front of um, Winterfell. So we're either gonna have a battle or the start of a battle. I think it's most likely going to be the start of a battle. Yeah, but yeah. then that might mean Probably a three is start, just nothing yes. but one long ass battle, which I don't like because yeah, the be Battle great. of the Bastards episode was amazing. That the, was epic as fuck. That loot convoy episode where the dragon was just fucking up Lannisters. Oh my god, oh, that, wanna, that was I'm, amazing. Since I have HBO going, I'm just going to rewatch that scene. Just twenty minutes of absolute brilliance, and then remember that those are actual stuntmen on fire running yep, around. Yes, right. but. Uh, I mean, I'm gonna definitely miss all the tits. Oh, there were three of them in this episode. Yeah, on the same person. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was that was a, that was a lovely scene with Bron right there with the, with the like yeah. the, what the old man said like, oh, she's gonna die with the pox. Oh, which one? <laughs> yeah, that was, cute line. that was that was a fun. Well, just watch it. It makes more. It's- Bron was having sex with an old man with three tits. What are you guys talking about? <laughs> yeah, there's an alternate cut. There's an alternate cut. Yeah. <laughs> You know the guy who resurrected the mountain? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got three tits now. Oh, cool. <laughs> three sets of tits, actually. And one, like a three sets. Right. And, and one of them is That's the mountain's head. That's why he has trouble head, walking. Just yeah. like, you know. <laughs> anyway, so the promise is there's going to be proper White Walker battles. They finally arrived. They took their time. Yeah. They, they had a nice leisurely stroll. We've seen them but since... But they've announced their presence and then how? Like, who knew the White Walkers went to interior dec- decorating? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so to set the things to context, I think it was like some of the Night Watch, all that, actually checking out the Umbra's place, right? And then turns yeah. out everyone was wiped out by the Night Walkers. Sorry, what did you say, say the name was? Umbra, right? Uh, the Ni- Umbra. Umbra, sorry, Umbra. Why do I keep thinking Umbra for some reason? You're thinking Sombra. Uh, uh, um- that would be a very Umbra. different show. Mm. <laughs> yeah. The House of Sombra. Oh, so digital. Umbra. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, so before that, there was actually a warning and with the Umber kid actually hung up there with the arms all laid out in a very... Spoilers! Damn it! <laughs> yeah, we did. You didn't even way. let me talk about, like, you know, that other rape scene. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But that I'm... was just a lot of signs there, you know, like... When Sansa like, yeah. raped Theon, <laughs> put the grey in his joy. <laughs> anyway, boys. Oh my god. So, I feel so unclean now. It's a Game of Thrones. That's what happens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was the dark, the, the fucking dark ages, sir. <laughs> oh, 
Uh, I, I think as you're trying to wrap this up, I don't want to because <laughs> we're gonna have to start talking about Hellboy if we wrap it up. Yeah, sure. But anyway, uh, okay, let's do this proper. So, episode one, Game of Thrones, been a long time coming. With it, two years since the last season, it's been two a years. glorious. Uh, two years, nine, two years. years, total nine years. Uh, yes, yes. This is almost a decade worth of Game of Thrones. It's going to be so weird when it ends. Yeah, I'm gonna miss it when it's gone. Yeah, there's some people saying that this might be the last TV show of its kind that we'll ever get. Well, I kind of disagree and agree because you know what? People were talking about like other shows. Like, yeah, nothing's gonna top this, and then Game of Thrones happened. That's yeah. true. I mean, so people we don't thought know. That, Let's not predict yeah, that. Yeah, people thought that The Wire was going to be the absolute pinnacle of television. It still is, actually. I mean, it's still and damn Breaking good. Bad as well. Too. I've not seen it in a long yeah. time, so I need to rewatch it before I can like definitely say. Oh, if it, it still tops. holds up, sir. Like, but even, I'm sure it still like, holds nothing up. can top Breaking Bad. Nothing can top The Wire, and definitely yeah. nothing can top Game of Thrones. Yeah, but the problem is, is that HBO is now owned by AT and T, and AT and T wants more of those long thirty-episode series of bullshit, which can be cheaply made and churned out. Yeah, rather I know. Than, you know prestige tv which is what makes hbo hbo yeah but are they gonna go through with the plans to kind of do the prequels and stuff no right yeah That's there happen, are plans right? for it for the they prequels. have at least five seasons who's the young sean bean again i can't remember i don't think there was even like solid casting i know for a while people wanted henry cavill to be young uh baratheon nah, he's too busy being Geralt of rivia yeah which could be good could be terrible who knows could depends be. on the raping sir emphasis on good <laughs> is there yeah. much raping in the witcher Depends on what mood you play in. <laughs> Actually, maybe that's why they're trailing Bandersnatch. So you could like uh, play. Uh, make make, the make your TV choice: series, the wood nymph or the actual go, witch. Oh, no, for fuck's sake, that's bullshit that I done in this <laughs> section. <laughs> anyway, yeah, when is the Witcher TV show gonna come out? This year, also, right? No, I yeah. think so. Yeah, um, I'm really curious about that. Yeah, I mean, there's other good stuff coming out. Like uh, his Dark Materials is coming out later this year, which I'm really looking forward to. Mm. Uh, good Omens is coming out next month. Yes, I'm oh, really yeah, looking good forward omens. to that. It, looks, it actually looks good. actually looks... The casting is perfect. Oh, but yeah. I don't know what's going to happen. I mean, it, it may look good, but I don't know. I mean, I mean some, hedging my bets. Some of the CGI looks a little bit iffy, but it's not finished but, but yet. It's TV, but it's, it feels like TV budget line. I mean, you expect yeah. that more... It's more but about it's, the talking and the humour and Amazon. Everything. Amazon has a budget better than Netflix even actually not true ever since the divorce half goes to the wife that's true so <laughs> you know she's now the third richest woman in the world by accident yeah. <laughs> well done lady yeah <laughs> nice to know you worked hard for that money <sighs> well, anyway. she did have to put up with just Bezos for 15 years yeah but he's such that's a, hard work but he's such a busy man what does what what are you doing you're, you're, you're all your job lady you know what her job is what fuck your husband Keep your husband happy. Yeah. That's all she had to do. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, yes, I know. I'm uh, kind of uh, rehashing the old Eddie Murphy material, but yeah, that's your job. You don't need to wash, cook, clean. You just need to listen to his problems and fuck him when he asks. And then there you go. You can have anything in the world with free shipping. <laughs> so, and on, on that, speaking of bad special effects, on that questionable. <laughs> I guess we're gonna have to go to Hellboy then. Then that was specifically Doctor Shafik speaking, not me. <laughs> he does not reflect the. That's the problem with this world. Not enough rape. <laughs> oh boy, isn't it nice for me to be back in my old character again? I used to be so serious, right? Yeah, <laughs> I'm not sure I like this anymore. What? Okay, no, th- th- I'm definitely rehashing the old Doctor Shafik. Yes. Speaking of rehashing, speaking of rehashing, I guess we have to talk about Hellboy. Hey. We have to. Yes, I don't know. we have. So, this is an hour show. We need to do another half hour. Damn it! Yeah. <laughs> right. 
So I wonder if so this was what it was like on set as well. It's like, do we have to do this? It's a two-hour movie. We have another we, hour, thirty minutes to fill up this bullshit. So we feel like the key grip guys who are just hanging out, holding the lights and stuff. Mm. Yeah. So okay, um, it's been a, a week. No, it came out a few days ago, right? Hellboy. Yeah, a few days ago, hey, yeah. And this is like Thursday. so. This is the first weekend release of Hellboy, uh, brought to you by Encore Films, a Singaporean distributor. Hmm. Yeah. And directed by Neil Marshall, who has done uh, Dog Soldiers and what was the other film? The Descent. The Descent. Two amazing horror movies. Good stuff. And then, okay, uh, so the thing is, uh, I have looked into the behind the scenes of this uh, particular production and I am much aware of the problem. The mess that it is. The problem with producers and executives. And I knew that uh, Neil Marshall was definitely butting heads with uh, Levin, right? Was it? And uh, Gordon. Levin mm. and Gordon. Possibly. Yeah. Because Neil Marshall is a very good director. He's made some fantastic Game of Thrones episodes. Oh, he yep. did a few episodes. Yeah, yeah. Some sure. of the best ones. We should have used that as a segue. Damn it. Yeah, mm-hmm. well. Too late. When the wolf wrote Retro the dragon. Retro segue. Mm, there you go. So, um, I don't know if it's totally him to blame because I do know he was definitely hamstrung when it came to a lot of his uh, choices especially uh, I mean reading online and doing the research I discovered that a lot of the script was actually thrown out during shooting I can imagine because one of the things that is noticeable even in the trailers is that there are a couple of cool scenes but they are so goddamn disconnected they're like two three different movies mashed together and then you see how they try to, to stitch together the movie itself, and it's the most tenuous fucking links possible. Well, I guess so. I mean, like, but let's use that as the context. Maybe uh, first round of general impressions. Uh, John, what do you think overall? Yeah, it's not a good film, that's for sure. I mean, after <laughs> looking, I've been looking back. And this at is what coming Gilbert from the guy who will forgive anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, well, okay, okay, okay. I can, okay, I can probably think of one good thing to talk about, which is one? maybe, maybe even so. The yeah. gore was kind of decent, I guess. The what? But the gore, the gore. The gore? The, 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 yeah, it's I mean, fine. The gore yeah, it's was, fine, it's know, fine. Yeah. crappy CGI blood, it was quite fun, crappy CGI There's blood. nothing north of Evil Dead or anything. Yeah, yeah. I, but it's fine. And David Harbour, when he's really trying, you could tell that. Oh, he's really Taylor trying. Is, yeah, <laughs> he's, he's trying really, his damn He's really trying his best to be like a good Hellboy, a good comic book character, you know, acting out the scenes, talking to his dad, doing, trying to struggle, doing the action scenes here and there. But yeah. at the end of the day, he's no Ron Pillman. But I don't think he's trying to be Ron Pillman. Yeah, we'll give them that much credit. Yeah, he's not trying to follow in the footsteps of forging his own path, which is commendable. I mean, not really following the footsteps, but you need to kind of feel the chin. Yeah, for sure. It's a very hard chin to feel. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's the chin that makes Thanos' look weak. That's the best chin ever. That's mm. the chin that punched through a kaiju, sirs. Absolutely. <laughs> and also, I mean... uh. For me, it felt like this movie really didn't need to exist. This felt like nothing but an insincere attempt of a studio or of executives to mess with somebody's vision. Because I kind of am on the side of maybe like Neil Marshall had something to say. There was definitely Mm -hmm. some... It felt to me that he wanted to go very close to the comics because the comic I think he's a big fan of Minoria's uh, work I guess, I guess so I think he wanted to stay true to not only like the story and a lot of the beats that but were the taken but the aesthetic as well and, and the also, concept of what yeah, it is and also how dark the comics is as compared to like Guillermo del Toro's interpretation was uh, not intentionally funny but I think it was basically 
the choice that Ron Perlman made when it came to the character, the character portrayal. Mm-hmm. Because it's literally Ron Perlman playing himself, but he just looks like Hellboy. Yeah, and yeah. the thing is that Hellboy is not a young, spry character. Nah. Like, even in the comics, he's upwards of 40, 50. And he is... Like a wizard, yeah, yeah, fighting guy, yeah. yeah. And the he's thing is- the grizzled detective shtick. But he's also a demon. Exactly. Who's basically yeah. seen it all, uh, you know, going I mean, through like, emotions. Uh, if you do, I mean, like for all your Last King fans out there, if you did read like at least the first volume of the comics, right? It, it's literally a detective noir story with characters from hell. Yeah, yeah and, and some Cthulhu mythos just to spice things because up. Because we all need more Cthulhu mythos. Yeah, like, yeah. You know what would make this first issue very interesting? Frog monsters and Rasputin. Sure, why not? Uh, they did that callback also for this one. Mm. It was yeah, the yeah. laziest fucking callback. And like, if you're gonna call back that thing, why'd you get rid of one of the more interesting minor ca- whatever? Uh, Captain Lobster. They got they cho- <laughs> the they lobster. Chose, the lobster. They chose Lobster Johnson over the Torture Liberty. Mm, Torture Liberty would be amazing. Yeah, because Torture Liberty is like makes sense for an American superhero at the time, rather than the Lobster who was like fighting the mob. No, but Lobster, I think, yeah, that's what it felt like to me. It's nothing but references and throwback. Mm-hmm. But also at the same time, I, like, this is how I felt when I was watching the movie. It really felt like Neil Marshall was doing his damnedest to please the fans. Yeah. But also at the same time, he was battling executives. Because it's like, it's pretty well known that this movie went through production hill. Yeah, like, they wanted to make a Deadpool. Yeah. They with, were inserting comedy and everything. Yeah. And a character where that doesn't fucking work. And, and I think it's just because Dark Horse comics are cheap to buy the rights for these days. Well, I wouldn't say that, but I would say brand recognition of Hellboy. Yeah. Because well, this is a bit of an investment. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, like, what about you, Sentry Tom? General impressions? This movie was a piece of shit. <laughs> and you saw it twice. <laughs> yes, I saw it twice. <laughs> Everyone gets so around tell the for story, story tell time the story. with Eccentric yep. Tom. Story time with Eccentric Tom. So, tell the story. I went to see this on a Thursday, which is when I mostly see these movies, because that's when they come released in Singapore. Mm-hmm. And I sat down and I was watching it and there's much less goreness than I expected. This movie seems very disjointed for some reason. Yeah, a lot of <laughs> weird cuts going on which make no sense. And then there was a scene in a monastery where there are people dying. Not a lot of blood. That's weird. And then a scene with the giants which is in the trailer. I saw the trailer being bloody. Wasn't there. It's like... Did this get censored yep so i looked it up on i'm on uh, the uh, infocom media development authority or whatever the fucking called nowadays imda yep. imda imda uh, because singapore has had a history of censoring movies in the past no like, they still it, do yeah it was censored two years ago not for all the blood or like the weird kid torture but for because they said jesus fucking christ they censored that part you know where we live right sir yeah exactly like we're an asian country but deeply religious mm-hmm. yeah like all Asian countries, actually. Yeah. <laughs> well, depends which which, which book they follow. It's the worst kind of religious, yeah. Catholic. Oui. Anyway, so uh, in Singapore, we have the misfortune of having two uh, ratings for this. We have the NC-16 and the M-18 version. Yeah, and I saw... No, not even NC-16. PG-13. Oh, it's a PG-13 cut. Yeah. Oh, so the there's P- no fucks at all. You only allowed one fuck. There were... No, now you're allowed two fucks in the PG-13. What the fuck? Exactly. <laughs> This podcast is rated PG-13. No, it's not! Not anymore. <laughs> it's Boobies. X, triple X, all the rape. Anyway, <laughs> speaking yeah. of rape, uh, your uh, wallet so, got raped because you had to see Hellboy twice. Yeah, because <laughs> I saw the PG-13 one and I realised that the I, cinema next to where I live was only showing the PG-13 version. Well done. And You watched this in a suburb cinema. <laughs> it was so awful. So I had to watch it again on my day off. 
Oh. And I had to go all the way down to fucking Katong to watch it. Oh, hey, but the cinema is awesome. Oh, I love that cinema. It's gorgeous. Yeah. I've not did you see it in gold class or did you see it regular? This is Hellboy. What you take me for? $20? <laughs> glass of wine for Hellboys, huh? Yeah. I mean... Caviar. It might have helped Rape. I, <laughs> it might have helped if I saw this piss out of my mind, but uh, unfortunately, nah. you know, I just paid standard uh, at the price of uh, admission. $25, right? <laughs> yeah. All together? No. Actually, no, including popcorn and drinks. Yeah, I've spent about... Uh, and you did it twice. Yeah, I you must really love Hellboy, huh? I spent about $40 <laughs> on this piece of shit movie, all told. We and salute it, you for your dedication. No, that, look. Hey, Golden Village, I would appreciate, you know, no, a no, no. Uh, regular Listen, discount. listen, sir. Hellboy needs all the help he can get. This no, it thing, doesn't. It needs to be kicked while it's down. It's, <laughs> it needs to be shot between the eyes to put out this fucking so misery. This is like a $50 million budget and it only made $12 million domestic. So it's definitely hoping that the... Uh, that China? No, China's not going to show this. No, because it's got not. ghosts and demons. It's occult, sir. It's against their communist nonsense. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so... So I had to watch it twice and I can definitely tell you that the M18 version is better Slightly, in the same way that putting more, cherry on a shit cake. It's still a shit cake, like, but there's a cherry on top. More now. like uh, <laughs> crippling diarrhea Clip, is crippling better than dysentery. Oh, <laughs> mm. wait, aren't they the same thing? <clears throat> dysentery has got blood in it, sir. Use a rape reference. No, is it better than two fists or one fist? I'm not. <laughs> I am not. Engaging. One Hellboy fist, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God, can you imagine what damage you could do with that right hand? Oh, yeah. man. Uh, standing Ooh. agape. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I feel well. <laughs> but You're shitting Coke bottles for the year. <laughs> <laughs> I am going to Hellboy. <laughs> anyway, so... <laughs> I miss this. I, mi- I miss being the vile one. <laughs> anyway, so... Hellboy is a movie that came out and it's terrible it's Jesus a... fucking Christ <laughs> Here we go. I defended this movie <laughs> <laughs> you go to the previous episode I said I think this movie could be good I'm gonna insert a clip right now yeah. of you saying that David Alba is a great actor no he is a good actor <laughs> and I stand by it he or maybe it's just Stranger Things managed to make him good I don't know but I I actually wanted this movie to do well because I wanted to have a good career and I want Hellboy to get some recognition because it's an amazing property. Yep, it and is. And this fucking abortion <laughs> has ruined any hope of having a good Hellboy movie for at least another 10 years when we they have to reboot it again. It yeah. All over again because no one ever fucking learns. Nah, this definitely needs to be an animated series with a hard R. This should be a Netflix series. Yeah, definitely. I like Castlevania. I like Castlevania. This would definitely, Shit. especially with the Mike Minola anime, uh, art style. Yeah, oh, that art style, the lines and everything. And the dark, yep. Dark inks, yeah. Nah, yeah, man, so just get the guy who did Castlevania. He knows yeah. what to do. <laughs> And also at the same time, you know what? You can always get Ron Pullman to go and voice the character again. Well, yeah, I mean, he doesn't have to move around anymore. He just needs to talk. Yeah, there you yeah. go. <laughs> then, <coughs> anyway. But, I mean, before I really truly drive the final nail into this coffin, I'll say a few things which were I enjoyed. Yeah, let's do some pros and cons before we do the spoiler review. David Harbour, yeah. mixed performance, but he tried his damn best. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought that Sasha Lane as Alice was... Okay, 
Yeah. I mean, she to was, me, it was very tepid. It's like I had no reaction. It was it was tepid, but she's got kind of natural charisma, which kind of gave it a bit more oomph. Uh, I see McShane, a little even, bit of that, but yeah, not enough, you know. Ian McShane, mm. even though he was bored out of his fucking mind, <laughs> you could he tell. probably was. Yeah. <laughs> it's Ian McShane. I wasn't dead, what motherfucker? <laughs> Ian McShane is just that good an actor where even when he phones it in, he still it looks right. good. And it's good to see Mila Jovovich get some work still. You know what? Because her husband stopped making she, this even well, worse. Well, my favorite got, part of the show, actually. She was hamming it the fuck up. She didn't I think give that's the whole fuck. point. And yeah, yeah. She is supposed to be corny. Every yeah. moment of it. I love the way she chewed the scenery. It was and perfect. And I have to say, yeah. her accent's gone really fucking good. What accent is supposed to be? She's Eastern European, vaguely. She's a, okay, it's an accent. It sounded all yeah. right. <laughs> what, I mean, her actual... Yeah, like, she's. that's not her, her real accent. Yeah, but she does amazing American. Well, yeah, but yeah. she did a kind of English, sort of well. For which one? For this one. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. 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 She she was she was speaking American in uh, what's that? All the Resident Evil movies, right? Was it yeah. She? Yeah. I mean, yeah. no, she's she, that's how how she talks. Ever since okay. Days and Confused her. Yeah. Ah, right. And right, right. we got a small performance by the lesser known Gleason uh, uh, clan. Brian Gleason was um, what's his name? Uh, Bebop. <laughs> <laughs> I know that his name starts with a G, but yeah, we'll call him Bebop. The yeah. Gurarg. I call him Bebop from Ninja Turtles. Oh. <laughs> Wait, the pig fairy. no idea who the pig Bebop fairy. or Rocksteady is. Oh my I god. I know who Bebop oh, or Rocksteady wow. are, but... The pig. Yeah. Oh, he's the pig. Okay. <laughs> Bebop's the pig. Rocksteady's the rhino. Sure. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> this movie is so bad, it made Tom forget about Ninja Turtles. <laughs> Gruagak. I'm yeah, sorry. That's one. Gruagak. Hero yeah. turtles. You're English. Yes. Because ninjas like no, that, the same as the N word. No, that, <laughs> no. It wasn't. It wasn't. No. He was the. He was the magician Merlin. It oh, was, okay. It was someone else who was the pig. Okay, okay. I see. Uh, that was Martin Sherman or something. Martin Sheen. No. Martin Freeman was the pig. No. Amazing. <laughs> no. Uh, no. Martin Graham. Who's that? I don't know. <laughs> There's no name recognition in this movie apart from Ian McShane. He and had Ian a very good pig accent, I would say. Did he speak pig Latin? Anyway. I mean, it was a good Scouse accent. <laughs> Scouse. Speaking of uh, weird accents, the Asian guy. <laughs> yeah. So, this is something else I noticed between having seen the two versions. Because he swears a fair bit in the A-18 version, they had to ADR the sweary parts. Mm-hmm. But I feel like he went in and ADR'd his entire delivery for the entire movie. Mm. Because... He's trying desperately to not do his Hawaiian accent. The American accent, yeah. Well, it's it's especially kind of like Hawaiian mixed thing, whatever, because he's from Hawaii Five-O. That's why, where he got his That's where, if, if you're like looking at this guy, like, why is he familiar? He's that guy from Hawaii Five-O. Yeah. And he plays the cougar. Yes. Or the whatever. Which is like... <laughs> the were-jaguar, the were? It feels like some kind were of jaguar, preparation, yeah. but I'm not sure how to feel about it. Eh, I don't know. Yeah, he was dull. He didn't and need to be there, basically, to nope. be honest. No, it's because they didn't want to... None of the side characters were that to, interesting. They yeah. didn't want to get the Pyromancer or Abe Sapien because... Budget? Yeah. We need to pay for Ian McShane. <laughs> yeah. Shit, they couldn't even have got the fucking fog dude instead. So they had to actually find someone from the BPRD oh. side, a spin-off from Hellboy, and bring him in, which is where Daniel Day, Daniel Day Kim's character is comes in. Is he actually in. a character in the Hellboy? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he is. Oh, okay. But so, he's like one of those C-tier characters that nobody uh, cares about. From the BPRD side, yeah. Yeah. And, and I think uh, the like, psychic is also uh, in the comics. Which one? Sasha Lane's character? Yeah. yeah. 
yeah. Alice is in the comics, yeah. She's she in the comics. Storm but they younged her up for this one for some reason. I yeah. guess so they could have another father-daughter relationship for David Harbour to kind of... Probably, back. could be. Yeah. yeah. I think it's like, okay, we liked the energy between you and Millie Bobby Brown, so do that, but with a 25-year-old woman instead of a 15-year-old girl. Sure, okay. That's legal at least. God damn it. <laughs> Last rape joke, I promise. No I, more. I don't believe you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh... <sighs> I mean, like, uh, just going off on what you were saying, right? Uh, the problem with this show is that it has this bad habit of introducing characters who just do nothing to push. They just, they're just there to push the script along. Like, yeah. And here comes Merlin. Uh, why? Because you need to pull the sword out of the stone. Why? Because you're the king of hell. Okay, and what does that mean? Oh, you're going to bring uh, Apocalypse upon the world. But also, you kind of need the it's, sword to cut her head off. Yeah. And uh, it's also the reference to the comics too, especially. It's tortured fucking yeah. through line, which makes no goddamn sense because they're very very clearly cherry-picking the best moments from all the various volumes of Hellboy mm-hmm. trying to make one movie. Yep. It was like, they introduced fucking Baba Yaga just so they could have a creepy woman who eats children. It was a cool scene though. It's a cool scene, but it doesn't need to be that. Exactly. I mean, like, this whole movie just feels like that. It's, like, it's, a, it's a bunch of cool scenes strung together with no actual uh, narrative thread that actually yeah. was necessary. But, like, it's, it's like it, they filmed three different movies and decided, actually, no, we don't have the budget for all these three, so we're just gonna make one continuous thing. I mean, that's what I would say is, like, this whole movie feels more like, uh, like, at least when you see the Del Toro version, it's an adaptation. And yeah. he stays true to the essence, but he doesn't live directly from the books. Yeah. He decided to tell his own story, create his own mythology using characters that we all are and familiar it worked. with. Yeah. And it worked because you need the the kind of imagination that guy has and his attention to detail. You he know, was the perfect director at that time he, for that. And the thing is, he had the exact same budget back then. No, more because that's sixty six million in two thousand and five money. Yeah, true that. But I mean like you have to understand is that like he didn't hit the hundred. True. Right, like a hundred million dollar movies existed then too. Like yeah. that even with what, that limited budget, it actually yes, looks better than whatever we Considered a very modest budget, even by those standards. Yeah, like if you want to compare it to like the Star Warses that was coming out at the same oh, time. Oh god, yeah. And also at the same time, it's like. Uh, but the thing is, he did what he he did. Uh, instead of taking from like uh, the books and like we need to have this scene or this character or this uh, set piece, he was like basically, uh, I'm gonna tell a very simple story about this guy just coming to terms with him being a demon. He's gonna have uh, girlfriend issues. He's gonna have a really cool friend, who is also a fish. Yeah, <laughs> you know. And he's gonna through the perspective a... of another guy joining the yeah, BPRD. And perfectly, you know? they had this uh, young federal agent cipher guy who was just there to like witness everything and like. Yeah, and then you had the grizzled FBI agent investigating him or, or something. Yep. And also, and the, the best version of the dead. The tentacle version. Yes. Yeah. Okay, you had Cthulhu at the end. Perfect because movie. Why not? Mm. Because rather Del than, Toro. <laughs> rather than retelling the Arthur myth again for the 50th fucking time. This is the second time I've seen Excalibur in the, the cinemas is, this year. They didn't <laughs> I think even the first have is the, the balls kid. to go yeah. full blow with the Arthur Mythos. Yeah, but... Because they could have done Baden Hill, which is a famous Arthurian battle. It's actually in... Uh, yeah, but the thing Chronicle. is, I would have removed the entire Arthur thing. That whole backstory that was, was totally unnecessary because yeah. then you had to go and retell another backstory with the Rasputin mm-hmm. and, uh, like, you know, opening the portal for Hellboy to come through, which Del Toro did perfectly in the first film. Like, they yeah. centered around that. They centered around him. It's the origin story of him, but they also needed to tell the origin story of the Queen, 
which we didn't really need because the and thing is the origin story of Alice which was we didn't really need no. And the origin yeah. story of uh, Daimyo because... Everybody has a, a, their mini origin story moment. And it's this like, feels like a checklist to actually cater to the comic but book not fans. Only that, do you kind of feel that. like when you were watching this movie, the pacing felt like you're going forward, then you had to take two steps back because you need to f- be filled in on this thing? Yes, yeah. we felt that. when yeah. in the PG-13 version, it's cut up to all fucking hell. And you have no idea what's going on. <laughs> yeah, because like entire scenes of context are removed because they're too bloody. Mm-hmm. Like the pivotal moment in the Baba Yaga house where he you know, sees like the kids being eaten, is like, oh shit, this is who I'm trying to align myself with. I'm gonna fight for the humans, is cut out because it's too gruesome for the little kidneys. Yep. Fuck off, miss me with that bullshit. <laughs> but then again, you know, you need to sell tickets because this movie's not doing well at oh, all. Oh, yeah, I mean, very clearly, the there was a lack of faith, not enough marketing behind it. It's they're selling it over the week before Infinity World. Like, good fucking luck with that. Yeah, they should have just yeah. waited. They should have just delayed it. They had, took it time. They should have and been January next year. And this like, is the sad thing, you know, because a Hellboy reboot would actually be fun in the right hands or at least with the right direction. Exactly. Yeah. Because like, there stick is... Stick to one comic story, you'll be fine from there. But instead, you have to kind of have to make a mixed part of what we got in the end. That doesn't work. Yeah. I mean, like, especially in this landscape, because the thing is, it has been proven that an R-rated comic book movie a la Logan, you know, if you want to go super and dark... Blade. Yeah. And Blade. Or, you know, want to go super goofy and funny a la Deadpool and Deadpool 2. <laughs> yes. Like... There is a market for that. It is definitely a market, but you need to sell it properly. Not and you need just to have that, sir. You need to also have a good movie. You need yeah, to have a good you need product. To have faith in the product and not try and ape shit that's happened before. Yeah, I guess. I mean, and this is definitely a case of too many cooks in the kitchen. Yeah, I mean, when was the last time Landscapes released something truly original and risk-taking? No, it's been a while, sir. Exactly. Yeah. I think the last time they properly struck gold was with the Hunger Game movies. I think... Like the proper time they struggled was way back in the day with Rob Zombie's like House of a Thousand Corpses. They really took a chance with him Ooh. because uh, that was unproven territory. Yeah. And like it's the first time, it's a guy from a band who who decided to be a filmmaker, and his first movie is like an over the top gore like horror movie. Sure, you yeah. know, well done. And then gave us the De- Devil's Rejects. But too much of a uh, tangent right there. So um, overall, okay, we're gonna definitely do like. A spoiler section right after this where yeah. we I mean go into detail but I think uh, any other thoughts you all want to get out I there I mean the thing is that the main problem is just that it is a mess of a movie mm-hmm. and it's not a well made mess either yeah like, it, was, it of, isn't so bad it's fun no it's like the sort of poorly directed stuff as well and I'm not sure if it's because of Neil Marshall stuff or it's just like the cinematographer just like didn't show up for work half the time. <laughs> like the most uninspired hackery I've seen in a long last time. I guess. I know I know what you mean, but I mean then again, it could also be hmm? the music was good. Music choices? Yeah, but like you remove the movie, the music is still good. Well yeah, I mean it's like <laughs> yeah, Psycho Killer is still a good track without giants being killed. Mm, Alice Cooper's Welcome to My Nightmare, still a good track. Oh, I was wondering who made that song. Yeah. yeah. Oh and uh, the Spanish version of Rocky of the Hurricane was fun. Yeah, that's right. Uh, the start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess. Like, yeah, yeah uh, Here I Am doesn't sound as cool in Spanish. Mm-hmm. Soyaki. <laughs> huh? Oh, Sounds well. like a dish. So, uh, let's do the proper spoilers. I mean, we, this from this point on, we're definitely talking about uh, scenes from the movie that might, you know, hinder your enjoyment. But we're going to do a full fucking autopsy of this aberration. So, like, okay, yeah. uh, like, I'll count those in. Three, two, one. Okay. Fuck. So, <laughs> what do you want to spoil first? Um, okay, so basically, uh, yeah, 
this movie shit. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> That's a spoiler right there. <laughs> uh, this movie sucks. I don't know. I mean, like, they actually had the gall to actually, you know, sequel bait this film. Like they actually introduced a character in the comic at the end. They sequel bait three times. Yeah, yeah. With Koshi the Undying. When they go to that fucking seed vault. To yeah. discover Abe Sapien. Mm-hmm. Yes. Then you have the ghost of the lobster for some goddamn reason. Yeah. And then you have Baba Yaga talking to someone who can't die, who is... Yeah, Koshay. Koshay, Koshe, yeah. So, like, That's they're it. <laughs> yeah. really... They're really hoping this movie does well so they can make more movies because Lionsgate needs a franchise. They desperately need a franchise. Like, they've done nothing but stinkers for the last... Four years? What was the last? What was the last film they did? Red anyway, Sparrow. Yeah. Okay, Red Sparrow. there you go. All that right. was that was terrible. I was kind to it, and I can't remember why. Because Jennifer Lawrence showed her boobies. Uh huh. But then again, if you remember the happening, we've seen them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nothing special there. Uh, but then again, uh, so uh, I'm gonna be speaking as a fan, as a fan of the character, as a fan of the books, and as a fan of Guillermo del Toro's interpretation. What I truly respected about Hellboy and definitely the Golden Army is the fact that. Here's an artist uh, telling his version of a story, be- like using characters mm-hmm. that are beloved, but to a very small minority. Because <sighs> the thing about like Hellboy is that you can kind of get away with adaptation. Yeah. Which is what the best way for you to attempt a Hellboy movie is to adapt it. It's just the same like criticism I had like for the Watchmen movie. Like, yeah. You should have adapted it. Why are you trying to tell me something that I already know? It's like, it's, it's like what I disliked about this movie was like, it felt like they're trying to panel for panel yeah. six and I'm very yeah, annoyed take, with stuff yeah. like that nowadays because take it just key scenes yeah, yeah from I mean, the comics I would say and it's the same with making the film any adaptation you need to adapt you can't just lift <clears throat> from the pages but then there's also, the best yeah. but then there's also exception to the rule because Alita Battle Angel was quite panel for panel because it yeah. it followed the template that but is it still the tried to make its own story by you know yeah and, but it still around. felt I mean I think what I want to really complain about it the essence better not just that like Alita felt sincere like yeah. they really wanted to tell a good story mm-hmm. yeah because it was made by a director who likes making these kind of movies and, and produced by a guy who could afford whatever choice one, he wants <laughs> one producer who loves this and has spoken to the writer of the manga yep to get he, he has needed his been talking movie. about this since the late 90s since Terminator think, 2 sir oh wow okay since, I thought it was during Titanic yeah. before <laughs> I was born yeah he, he, he had the rights for like the longest time like, we had to yeah. do Avatar movies first because Avatar is literally the tech demo for the Alita movie. Anyway, let's yeah. not talk about a superior and movie that Al- came out this year. Yeah, and Alita <laughs> is a tech demo for Avatar 2. And Avatar 2 will be a tech demo for Avatar 3. Hey, that's he's in an arms race with himself. Sure. And he's winning. <laughs> and he's winning. <laughs> I know. It'd be so weird if he was losing. Dude. He's losing to himself. <laughs> he can't lose to himself. But yeah. you can. Look at Shyamalan. Uh, <laughs> he lost to himself for a long time. So Once. Tw- no, twice. He lost to himself twice. Twice, twice. Yeah. Okay, so... Uh, so I think maybe like this is just a uh, fanboy corner for a second, right? So the books are great. Leave them alone. It's the same thing. I like even with like I know it sounds contradictory because I would say like oh, but Alita Battle Angel like you know fault the source material so much. But the thing is, that manga could be condensed yeah. because the OVA proved it. Like you could do an hour version of that story, and then if you gave James Cameron a budget and two hours to do it of all the possibilities now the thing about Hellboy is that it goes on so many tangents and the need to include all of them was something that Del Toro avoided yeah because every story is very fast paced and succinct mm-hmm. 
Now the first volume, if you translate it to a film, would be about 40 minutes. Yep. Mm. You know, it's like that's why they have the animated series. Like when uh, I think it was to promote the Golden Army or the first Hellboy. Man, they had a bunch of animated shows as well. The, the one with uh, Fujin and Raijin, if I recall, the Japanese demons. Yeah, that was pretty good. And so like, go that you know route. What? Uh, the thing is, Hellboy in itself is a character that's very much steeped in the dialogue. Yeah. And also the art style, which is not present at all in this film because like even if it, I know it's unfair but when we compare to the Del Toro movies you look at it and you know that's a Guillermo Del Toro oh, movie yeah. Yeah. his his artistry and his uh, his panache is everywhere for better or worse even his bad movies have so much style and just dude Pan's Labyrinth is it? boring but I loved how it looked <laughs> I'm one of those guys <laughs> I love Pan's Labyrinth today. yeah Pan, Pan's Labyrinth was one of the best yeah Pacific Rim is flawed as fuck but my god God, that I not have a good time. Exactly. Especially, what, <laughs> yeah, having the titular Hellboy get eaten by a baby kaiju. <laughs> and then punches his punch way, way out. Because of his shoe. Amazing. Uh, but, so, the main problem with, I say, I mean, Hellboy is definitely lack of sincerity. Uh-huh. It did need to exist. But most importantly, is like, I think we've come to a point where it's, uh, like, literally... The scene has ate itself because everybody is so hard up on creating a comic book franchise to yeah. write the final wave or whatever Endgame is gonna do. It's like, yeah, what else can we plunder? You know, or what else? What other rights do we have lying around that we can just throw out there? And like, it's sad to see that Hellboy has like kind of fallen prey to that as well. Yeah, because I would have preferred if they just left this one alone because we had two amazing movies, and mm. I know that fans of the books and like you know just film fans were kind of desperate for a third one yeah at least because done by felt, Guillermo del Toro yeah. It, yeah. And, it, and I know the thing is Guillermo del Toro is kind of going through a, a moment in his career where he's enjoying his Oscar well oh, done sir sure. he's definitely enjoying his Oscar enjoy that Oscar sir and uh, you know what he has been cock blocked so many times then you have to think about the fact that his Pacific Rim 2 idea didn't happen yeah and you also have to got- think that run of the mill that piece fuckery. of shit movie and then you also have to understand that his uh, horror video game collaboration with Hideo Kojima also, also got yeah. fucking pulled yeah so like, once you, again fuck Konami and then you have to understand like, I mean if you're Guillermo del Toro is like he, he just let him relax yeah, there's only so much so much rejection you can take before yeah, you, can you know, go your let, let him just enjoy himself because the thing is right uh, from what I heard uh, I think what he's working on is if he's not going to work on uh, Mountains of Madness or any like Lovecraft stuff right I do know that there are talks for him to be part of like uh, Justice League Dark where Ooh. he might be handling like the constant scene the more like mystical magical and like yes. more demonic side of yes. DC I think yes. he might also be involved with Kojima again for Death Stranding but I'm not yeah. sure to what extent though just mocap sir he's yeah. not gonna do anything he's holding that baby <laughs> and then he's gonna eat it <laughs> like Norman Reedus that fucking game like <laughs> I don't know if that's even a game released? in the first place <laughs> it's coming out this year sirs no, it's not. No, it's I'm not? very sure it'll come out this year. I mean, Maybe. What else you need to do? We've already captured Norman Reedus' walk. I mean, it's like... It's you can loop that. <laughs> Actually, I am I am looking forward to it being released so then every consumer fanboy can just Suck shut it. the fuck up. <laughs> It'll be amazing. <clears throat> the baby inside his throat grows up to be Solid Snake. That's how they make the snakes. <laughs> yeah. Norman Reedus was the original snake. He's the old snake. Sure. I mean... 
You wouldn't be that far like... off from a Metal Gear plot anyway, so... Mm-hmm. He seems like a fun guy to hang out with. I'm sure he's got good... Artistic he's very direction. busy on Twitter, sir. He's watching a lot of movies. He's hanging out with Mads Mikkelsen. Wait, no. Him and Del Toro both watch a lot of fucking movies. Like, their Twitter is just recommending other movies to watch. I want, I want that life, literally. Yeah. I just want to hang out with those assholes. Yeah, I want to be successful enough to where I just get to advertise shit on Twitter for my friends. <laughs> anyway, back to Hellboy. Do we have do to? We have to? <laughs> yes, we do. Okay. Let's wrap this up. All right, so, all right. Uh, you know what? I'm thoroughly not going to recommend this movie no, at all. This because movie is... What is really well, frustrating is that the small parts where I thought, oh, this might be enjoyable, is smothered by just the corporate fucking need to just twist things apart and put it together and things like... Oh, this mm. kind of looks like this other movie that was successful. Therefore, this was be successful I mean, this... because diversification of products is something that they didn't fucking learn in business school because they got in because daddy paid for it. Yeah, but I mean, also in the sense that this is truly what is wrong with Hollywood nowadays when it comes yeah. to plundering, like, you know, IPs like this and, like, just trying to make it so... Not only just lowest common denominator, but just so mass appeal, so bland, so neutered, so... Uh, nerfed like it's, it's it, this is the kind of thing that makes me not want to watch movies for a while like I just want to avoid like uh, a lot of Hollywood I mean I just want to watch indie films from now on because of the boy yeah I mean, that's how I feel you know like I can't even skip Endgame I won't feel anything I am fine <laughs> sure I uh, just hope that Neil Marshall can find better work after this because oh, be this is fine. going to be a taint in his I, record nah I don't think he's going to be I mean he he only fought with one of the nine producers on this There's 16 producers. One of the 16 producers Jesus. on this 16. <laughs> there you go. Talk about protecting an investment, huh, boys? Yeah. yeah. God, Jesus Christ. Like, I hope yeah. this movie utterly fails. I mean, it's, but the thing it is, probably take is. The wrong <laughs> lesson from it, they'll say, oh, actually, turns out R-rated movies don't really work. And then we're not going to have R-rated movies for a while. Yeah. Because we're already kind of worried that Disney's not going to do any R-rated Deadpool movies anymore. You know what I'm really looking forward to? Yeah. Disney's PG-13 Predator movie. (laughs) Well, I mean, considering how poorly the V Predator did, that's very possible. Well, there was a PG-13 Predator film, Alien vs. Predator. That turned out okay. That was horrible, sir. What are you talking about? No, the the first Alien vs. Predator. Yeah, they're both terrible. (laughs) I like the first one. I like the Requiem one better because R- fuck it, yeah. The Queen <laughs> Predalian impregnating pregnant women in that, uh, that, 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 that scene was so over the top. Uh, I thought, you know what? Fuck it. <laughs> I'm I'm writing this one all the yeah, way. Yeah, I mean, you know, you can enjoy terrible movies. So, uh, final recommendation: uh, watch the first two Hellboy movies. Skip yeah. this one totally. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is don't. Even, you're not this missing is not much. You're not missing getting, much. Getting uh, a score because fuck this movie. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, this was. An exercise in futility. Uh, just yes. like this episode was. <laughs> just like this episode. So yeah, good luck, Neil Marshall. Hopefully your next film will be much, you know much what? better. Just go back yeah. to the indie route. Do the descent to, like, whatever. Doc I mean, Soldiers yeah. too. He'll be fine. <laughs> Doc Soldiers needs a sequel, actually. Yes. Literally. I, <laughs> yes. I thoroughly enjoyed that movie. It was the, it was the goofiest... Goofiest, fun, goriest film I've seen. Werewolf movie I've seen. <laughs> with, yeah. with, uh, but Since American Werewolf. You know, or what he can do, just go to Blumhouse and like just be a director for hire there. I mean, he has the yeah. neck for horror, yeah. you know, and he should definitely go to where you know uh, the work is. Yeah, all Annapurna Productions, mm-hmm. like they're pumping out a lot of stuff as well. There you go. <coughs> I mean, like the thing is, right? What I was really kind of hoping for, like I mean, something like Neil Marshall would definitely be, uh, I would say, like this 
would be the start of a new Hammer Horror generation. It'll be perfect yeah. for God. like he definitely has a penchant for more classic monsters. Yeah. And we need to have some of those because I'm kind of sick of like going to the cinema and every ad for a horror movie is some lady in a dress who hides behind corners. Yeah. I mean, yeah. this I'm, is I'm kind of done with that. Also where I can say fuck you Blumhouse because uh, the country did so well. Like did they- you just say the country? Country. Same sure. thing. <laughs> Fine, whatever. The country. And uh, ghosts who rape. Since people <laughs> love that fucking nun so much. I'm just doing variations of that. Mm-hmm. It's a yeah. shared universe. Well, how well done is that, right? From producer James Wan, who directed the first one. <sighs> now the next one is comes the another lady, one, right? Yeah. Yeah. The weeping Can we woman. Just yeah. Burn down Hollywood. No, we can't. No, we can't because everyone. If you put it down, they'll come back again. Here, here's, like zombie. here's my counterpoint. Can't we? Yeah, but every once in a while they release like a moonlight. Mm. Every once in a while they'll release like uh, oh, the yeah. favorite. <laughs> yeah, us was good too. Yeah, you know what I mean. So it's so like we kind of have to sit through a lot of crap to get. Let's the just good burn down. Uh, let's burn down the car of the producer uh, who. With them locked inside it. Yeah. No. no, no, no. Burn the producer there, be so we get quick. new ones. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> We need some rape. Anyway, boys. I knew it. I fucking knew it. <laughs> Last rape joke. Uh, so, no, boys, uh, don't get your wallets raped by Hellboy, but do get your wallets raped by HBO Go because Game of Thrones is starting up and uh, we'll be definitely uh, do the episode by episode uh, beat down together with you guys. You want to do <laughs> yeah. that? But sure. then again, we'll be uh, kind of... Uh, we got some. At least we... Uh, means like we only have to talk about one other thing per episode. <laughs> yeah, there you go. We have something to talk about before Thank you, we HBO, talk about Thank you, HBO, for something. making our lives a little bit easier. For the next yeah. six weeks, at least. Yeah, so I have to <laughs> not go to cinema twice in a week. Hey. Uh, but you know what? Uh, I don't know. Guys, what do you think? Uh, final words, Hellboy? Um, just, I want a full apology from <laughs> the cast, the crew, and I want the heads of all 16 producers on a spike. In front of my condo. <laughs> in front of your condo. Look at you. <laughs> yeah, how about you, John? Uh, just read the Red Right Hand of Doom. That's enough. Yeah, just read the books. Watch the tel- uh, Delta Storm and films. Fury, um, Wild Hunt, Conqueror Worm, whatever. They're they're mm, much. Oh, Wild they're better. Favorite. Yeah. yeah, Wild Hunt's good. Yeah. Okay, so that was a reference to a fucking comic book movie. It's a comic book. Yeah. The the whole giant slaying thing. <laughs> yeah, that those was those books it. are the most fun. Jesus Christ. So, uh... You see how painful it is now just to look back at like, Hellboy? Like, the thing is, imagine how I feel watching this piece of shit. And I'm like... Mm-hmm, I'm trying to think mm-hmm. if there's a property that I hold dear to my heart, if I... That I would feel the same kind of like just... Aragon was a terrible movie, sir. Why aren't you complaining? Because it's, <laughs> it's long gone and uh, I tried <laughs> this, to pretend it didn't exist. This wait for the, wait talk for the as well kind of makes me worried about what's going to happen to Sandman and um, what's that? Um, Jordan, but, Joseph gordon levy Levit. I think he's yeah. going to be Sandman. He's going to be Morpheus, apparently. Yeah. I don't think there's a good cast, but then, you know what? Heath Ledger was an amazing Joker. Yeah. Uh, so, no, we don't know. I wouldn't know, but is Neil Gaiman involved? Uh, I don't he's know. There's still busy with news good for a while. So, I think that maybe yeah. not. Yeah. Maybe just by name itself or just by overseeing it, but that's it. That's all I know so I far. I mean, he'll be executive producer and maybe he helped co-write uh, on some of the episodes, but he was so involved in Good Omens, I don't think he's that involved in Sandman yeah oh well so anyway uh, last new fans Hellboy don't watch avoid at all costs yeah save your money do watch Game of Thrones because otherwise we're gonna spoil it for you <laughs> with rape <laughs> and, so, <laughs> and let us know if you give a shit about Star Wars because fuck it I don't 
Uh, I don't care about I still do, anymore. so you can talk about Life it some more, I guess. You have become my current character and I reverted to my old character. <laughs> I have possessed Eccentric Tom. <laughs> yes, I've done my heel turn. He's, done his, he's finally done his heel turn. And I'm here to witness and chronicle all this. Yes, weird he, changes. Jacking off in the corner on. as usual. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> chronicle. Mr. Tommy, the cock of the last king. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> this the has... Last <laughs> the last <laughs> Anyway. I thought that's you, Tom. I mean, your wife and this all. This is... <laughs> Dr. Rape <laughs> This has been uh, Dragon Rider Mr. Toffee And this has been All the refunds The right hand of rage Except it's all Right up the rash That's all he needs <laughs> His right hand <laughs>